everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Therese Therese, and normally what I do is read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. However, I won't be doing that on today. What I wanted to talk about is the fact that on yesterday, December the 16th, 2021, I celebrated my 10-year brain surgery survival anniversary. So on December the 16th of 2011, I had my very first brain surgery. And the only reason why I was required to have a second brain surgery five days later is because the neurosurgeon actually went through to my brain the wrong way. So this is what prompted me to have to wait because my brain swole up, and as it swole up, guess what happened? I had to have the surgery postponed in order for me to allow it to go down, the swelling to go down. Once the swelling went down, they tried again, but this time they didn't go through the front of my head. They went through the back of my ear. So I have a scar to this day, um, and that scar... On my first book of poetry, I actually have a photo where I am displaying the scar. And a lot of people don't understand what that photo represents, but that's actually what that photo represents in my book, is the fact that there is a scar to constantly remind me that I have been there and I conquered that um, at least twice in my life. So for those of you that have never heard any of my episodes, I currently have a tumor in my brain as I am speaking. Um, It just so happens that I ended up being re-diagnosed with another tumor in my brain as of April the 1st of 2017. And yes, I know that's April Fool's Day. It's a bit ironic, but I promise you there was no joke about it. Um, And because I've had two brain surgeries previously, they are unable to operate. So a lot of times I consider myself living on a wing and a prayer, literally. And I'm okay with that. Um, I know everybody says, you know, we live day by day, and in all actuality, that's exactly what that is. And so I try my best to live my life to the fullest because I know that tomorrow is not promised for me. Today is not even promised for me if I'm completely transparent. And so I try to value life, I try to value the people in my life, and I try to make my life meaningful every chance that I get. So one of the reasons why this podcast is of the utmost importance to me is because if for, if for any reason, if anything were to ever happen to me prematurely or at all, I am leaving, it's like a journal, I'm leaving my audio version of a journal via the Dear Future Hubby podcast. And so a lot of people may know this. I desire more than a little bit to be able to, I desire to be married one day, one of these days. But if that should not happen, if that should not happen, then guess what I've done? I've done everything that I can to live my best life now. And I feel like everybody should do that. It shouldn't just be somebody that has a tumor in their brain. It should just be someone that just survived brain surgery. 
that's something that we should all aspire to do. We should all aspire to live our best lives now. And the reason why this is of the utmost importance is because, hey, this is a gift. So whenever you're living, you are living within your gift. Life is truly a gift. And there's a lot of people that take it for granted. There's a lot of people that play with their lives. There's a lot of people that live on the edge. There's a lot of people that just, they just don't see the value. But it's an actual gift. And so that's what I try to do when I wake up every morning. I try to let God know that I'm appreciative of the gift that he has bestowed upon me because I know that I am so very undeserving of it. But I'm grateful all at the same time that he loves me enough to give me another chance at life because, you know, truth be told, he does not have to do that. And that's what a lot of people don't realize is that whether you believe in God or not, your creator or not, don't take life for granted. Don't take this gift for granted. If at all possible, do your best not to take life for granted. But that's what I want to talk about because, yes, 10 years, I mean, to think that I had all these people rallying around me, praying for me, people that I had never met a day in my life were corporately praying that I would truly survive the first brain surgery. No one knew that I was going to have to have a second brain surgery. So when they were praying, they were praying for my first brain surgery to be successful. I remember, I'll never forget it. So there was a neighbor of mine. I lived in Dallas, Texas, um, Lancaster at the time, Lancaster, Texas. And um, one thing about me, I just try to allow my light to shine. I don't really talk about my walk and my journey um, with God as a Christian. I don't really, you know, do that often. But there are times that I may, you know, bring them up because it's hard for you to have a love for someone and not bring them up. Um, try that if you want to. It won't last. Um, anytime that you love someone, you're going to talk about them. That's just how that works. And so um, I was battling with the whole concept of getting my brain surgery. One of the reasons being is because I felt like when they decided to do the surgery, I felt like because at one point we were just monitoring the tumor. They were just monitoring the tumor. That lasted for about a year and a half. They're just monitoring it to make sure that it did not grow. And then out of nowhere, the tumor just grew, and it grew. It started growing rapidly. We found out later. um, Let me give you some backdrop about that before I go into that. So one of the things about the tumor that makes this a miraculous thing, in my opinion, is that when the tumor was discovered, I actually had been in an auto accident. I had been rear-ended, and the person that rear-ended me had pushed me through a red light. By the grace of God, there was not any ongoing traffic because it could have ended up into a fatality. I was on my way to go see my oldest daughter at the time, and we were going to have lunch together at her high school. She called me at the last minute and reneged. So I was en route to her school when this happened. And so um, I looked in the rearview mirror. And when I looked in the rearview mirror, there was actually a SUV coming in my direction. But the person that was driving the SUV was not even face forward. He had literally turned his body around 